Darby Cast. Here you are on a wild card Friday. I'm going to do something a little bit different right now. I'm going to ask that you hit pause and then you go ahead and you take the link for this and you share it in your group text with all your best friends. Go ahead, seriously, put this on pause and then take the link, share it with your group text. Little group chat. All the people that you know and love. Who would love this? All your people. They would love it. Like this. Subscribe and share the hell out of it, especially in the group text. But let's get into it. Wild Card Friday. I know what I'm getting into. You don't, but I sure do. And I tell you what, we're to kick this thing off by criticizing uh, California Governor Gavin Newsom because he deserves it. You know what Gavin said? You know what Gavin said? And he's throwing a wrench in my gears because I really, I've been thinking about this for a couple days. And he said, we're closing down the beaches in California. We're closing down your beaches. And I'm saying, Gavin, you're messing with a pretty chill bunch. But don't, don't take our chill vibes for our only dimension because you're going to unleash some beach rage. He's flirting with disaster by shutting down the beaches. There are going to be surfers absolutely up in arms. They're going to go nuts. And I don't know if you've ever seen the 1991 uh, Patrick Swayze, Keanu Reeves classic Point Break, but some surfers who are... Surfers can be a pretty big threat and they can disrupt a lot if they go sideways. If they go sideways, Bodie, Bodie, Roach, Grom, they're going to take you out. I've known this for a long time, since the shutdown started, actually, that, that people have been wary. They're like, hey, what if there are roving packs of surfers who can't get their tasty waves and they're running around with their dive knives and they decide to put on masks of ex-presidents and they start robbing banks or worse? Yeah, Gavin, you are setting the conditions. You are setting the stage for a surfer nightmare. And you know what? There's only one Keanu Reeves and there's a lot of surfers. And can we count on Keanu Reeves? For most things, of course. Of course we can. But can we just make the assumption that we're going to spontaneously get a bunch of Johnny Utahs to reel all of all of these rogue surfers in who are uh, adorning masks of ex-presidents? Nixon? You, you, you ready to deal with that? Are you ready to deal with that? What you think you think we can just uh, we, we can call up Reeves and we can call up Busey and be like the ex-presidents are surfers and they already know they already know. But there's going to be too many of them. There's going to be too many of them. And Gavin, wow, wow. It's like pay a little respect to the surfing community and, and their desire to pursue tasty barrels. You're going to shut that all the way down and you're going to have some you're going to have guys who are looking for the pipeline and they're looking for a, a barrel. And you know what? They're probably going to pick up the barrel of a gun and they're going to point it in your face, Gavin. And there's going to be a bunch. There's going to be a bunch of surfers. And you know what, Gavin, you're probably going to be safe. You're, you're going to be safe because you're going to be in your high walled uh, castle wherever you live, you know, and the rest of us peasants, we are going to be uh, we're going to be subjected to the tyranny of surfers. These these normally chill guys, 
they're incredibly chill, but they have to be satiated by sunshine and uh, and a couple barrels. Okay, okay. But I mean, this is what I was thinking before Gavin decided to shit all over us as Californians. This is what I was thinking. I was thinking that maybe this weekend would be a great weekend for some spike ball down at the beach and a couple white claws. You get together with the bros and you say, hey, you ready for a little, little, and all your buddies, if you're, if you're a part of the spike ball community, very elite community, not easy to break into, but once you're in, you're in. It's a pretty, uh, pretty well-established brotherhood. And, and those, uh, those bonds run deep because you're getting together with, with the bros and you're just, you're down there and you're doing these key layouts and the real spike ball players. And you know what I'm talking about. You can't call yourself a real spike ball player unless you're utilizing ambidexterity and you're going both hands, you're going both hands all the way. And you've seen that guy, you've seen that guy who normally he's pretty cool, but you take him down to the beach and then you see that he's only using his right hand and, and you're just looking at your friend and you thought he was a cool guy, but you get linked up with him. You're on the same, you're on the same spike ball team. And then you are reconsidering the friendship. He is losing the game for you single-handedly and it's a team sport and he is imploding your team by not using his left. And it's like, Trent, come on, where's the left? What are you doing? And, and Trent, it doesn't even register with him because he has no respect for the game. You ever notice that guys who suck at sports, they're fine losing. They're fine because they don't respect it. They don't respect it. And a guy like Trent, what does he respect? If you know anybody named Trent, obviously I don't know anybody named Trent. But if I if I ever get the opportunity out of this out of this lockdown, if Newsom ever lets us out of the quarantine and newsflash for you, you can't shackle the American spirit of a spike ball player, Gavin, because it, it's going to be going down whether you want it or not. But it, it, when when it gets unofficially declared in the spike ball community that the quarantine's over, it's over. It's over. It's over people are going to be looking more so to the spike ball community than ever and they're going to say you lead the charge of the spirit of california american spike ball community it's a huge robust community and we're going to be down there just picture some really cool guys and we kick trent the fuck off the beach and we say trent until you get a left you don't belong here Forget spike ball. If you're not the kind of guy who's willing to use his left, get the fuck off the beach. Why don't you go watch a Gavin Newsom news report? Why don't you go listen to his press release, Trent? Maybe figure a couple things out and you come back down here, correct? You come back down here ready to go. I'm sick of it. Let me set the stage for what is the perfect day at the beach. You're down there with five of your friends. So there's six of you. There's six of you. So you got three spike ball teams. You got two two teams on, one team ready, just on deck, waiting to step up, to step up. And you just get this round robin tournament going and the white claws, they are flowing. And you got, everybody's got their own flavor. Everybody's got their own flavor of white claw. Whatever you want, whatever really speaks to you, whatever makes your heart sing, whether you're a lime guy, a watermelon, a grapefruit, a black cherry, lemon, mango, everybody's got their deal. 
everybody's got their deal with their white claw and you're just smashing them together. You know, even even if you lose the game, you're still a good sport and you say, all right, let's go pound. A, let's go pound a claw. There ain't no laws when you're pounding claws. Ain't no laws when you're sipping claws. Do you understand? Do you understand that? Do you understand that Newsom's his authoritarian rigidity is completely wrecked by a white claw, by a series of white claws? Okay, so you're down there and the sun's shining and there's uh, there's seagulls flying around and there's there's dolphins and they're doing flips. And and you're like, I thought that was only at SeaWorld. But these dolphins, they were released from SeaWorld, probably by some spike ball players. They broke them out. They broke them out. And those dolphins, they remembered how to flip and they are doing it. They're living it. And every time you score a point, you're pointing out at the water. And you're looking at at those dolphins and they're making their little fucking noises and they're flapping their tails. And then you look up at those seagulls overhead and there's a there's a bunch of them. There's a flock of them. And and you just you make eye contact with the leader of the seagulls and you can tell he's the leader. Of course you can based on his confidence and and just the, the way he's handling all the seagulls around him. The other seagulls, they are just bowing down. Not unlike uh, the the other surfers look to uh, Patrick Swayze, Bodie, uh, to to really show everybody, hey, we need a leader. Yeah, we're we're all contributing, but we need a leader. So you're looking at that you're looking at that seagull, and you're like, wow, your name is Bodie Safa. You've got you've got a lot of integrity. And listen, we all know what a, a high integrity seagull looks like: just dominating, coasting, soaring. So you got the dolphins, you got the seagulls, you got that cool breeze. There's a couple of um, middle-aged housewives down there, and they've been drinking white wine. They've been drinking their rosé all morning, and they're not paying attention to Gavin Newsom either. They're just down there, and they're watching you and your bros, and you guys are athletic. They're, they're down there with their family, but they just they couldn't care less. They are, boy, are they hypnotized. Are they... Are they locked on to the young studs that are doing key layouts and using the left? They're using their left. And not only are they doing these powerful spikes that are uh, that are rumbling the very foundations of the beach itself. And you're saying, is that even possible? And damn right it is. These huge spikes registering on, on the Richter scale, seismic activity out of spike ball. You bet your ass. And let's not forget about the tasteful. If you are forgetting about the tasteful finesse shots, you don't know a thing about spike ball. You just don't. You don't. So those moms are down there, those middle-aged housewives, and they're with their families and they're posted up, but they are just, they are so captivated by, by the athleticism and, and the white claws. And they're like, they're like, ah, I'm more of a rosé gal, but I could really go for a claw and hang out with those young studs. They're, they're about it. They are about it, right? And they've been, rubbing, they've been rubbing tanning oil on their chest for like seven minutes straight. And finally, their husband looks over and is like, Kathleen, what's gotten into you? And, and she, doesn't have a good, she doesn't have a good explanation because you would have to divulge like, I am absolutely soaked looking at these uh, spike ball players. And that's the truth. But can she say it? Probably not. Maybe she could. It would end the marriage. It would. Is it worth it? No. But can she live in her own little fantasy when she's just rubbing, just oiling her chest? Of course she can. Seven minutes straight. Little, a little much, a little inappropriate. It's a bad look. 
Kathleen, it's a, it's a bit of a bad look, but I understand it. You're in heat because it's hot. It's the beach and there's spike ball. Oh boy. Oh boy. And there's people out there. There's people out there. Newsflash. There's people out there who don't live by a beach. And I just, I want to loop them in on a regular basis. When I go down there and I play spike ball at the beach, I just kind of want to live stream it. I'm so tempted to live stream it and get sponsored by White Claw because they would if they saw the kind of heat and hustle that, that my, my crew is bringing, the kind of footwork. Yikes. I mean, that is a sponsorship opportunity if I've ever heard one. I think there's a lot of companies looking to build their brand in this, in this time of strife and struggle and economic stagnation because of the, the shutdown. But White Claw? Whew. Sounds pretty nice. Sounds pretty nice. Yeah, you think about live streaming it as a solid to people who don't live by a beach and let them vicariously live through you. They're watching and they're like, wow, let's have a beach party. And this is somewhere off in the Midwest. And they're like, oh, man, let's have a beach party. And then and then that one kid in their in their crew in the Midwest his name is Nathan, and he's like, "We can't, we can't do that. We're we're landlocked." And and if you're in the Midwest, you just look your friend Nathan in the face, give him a hard three second look, and then you slap him, and you say, "Nathan, you immature little bitch. Do you see what's happening right there? Do you see the kind of footwork?" I, I don't know if you caught that in the background, but there's some dolphins doing flips. And do you see the confidence of that one seagull? Clearly the leader of the bunch. And Nathan, Nathan's going to look at that live stream for not very long at all. And he's going to he's going to come to his senses real quick. And he's going to say, wow, actually, I retract my previous statement. I, I was I was acting a little bit silly. Thanks for slapping me. Live stream, White Claw Beach. And down at the beach, there's going to be hot chicks. You know, hot chicks. Hot chicks can't stand staying inside. They've got to they've keep their minds free. They've got to keep their bodies free. And boy, they're really pushing the limits these days of keeping their bodies free, right? Have you seen what's going on in bathing suit tech? Have you seen who is running this show? I mean, the amount of fabric, it's not a lot. It's not a lot. And as a gal, you gotta be, you got to be thinking to yourself like, I'm putting myself in a position that if my bathing suit shifts even a couple centimeters, there's going to be a score of strangers who get a good hard look at my a-hole. You know, there are some gals who are into that and you don't want to be spending time with those gals. The ones who are like, yeah, I'm fine showing my a-hole to strangers. You don't want that. You don't want that. But man, the uh, those bathing suits and every gal's wearing them. And I think it's inappropriate. And what a failure of fathers everywhere to let their daughters just go to the beach and, and potentially expose their assholes. And it's like, do you know what's going on pops? Do you know what, do you know what's going on? What are you up to that? You can't spend the time to just say, Hey, Katrina, I noticed that you're wearing a bathing suit. That's highly inappropriate. And I don't give a damn about the, the people running the bathing suit industry, normalizing this, telling you it's okay. The people in bathing suit tech, big bathing suit. Yeah. Mom and pop bathing suit shops, they're, they are busy developing tasteful one pieces. Small businesses are developing 
tasteful one pieces, but big bathing suit, big bathing suit. They just want your daughters, your sisters, your wives. They want them to look like whores. And, and it's like, and the mom and pop shops, they're giving a little pushback and God bless them. God bless them for stepping up for everybody. Right. Right. Cause there's, there's that seductive, uh, that seductive element where these gals are like, oh man, what would it feel like to, to feel so risky? What would the sexual thrill of there just being that fine line between appropriate and complete exposure of the asshole? I get it. I mean, I, I think I get it. I don't get it. What am I talking about? I, I've never had that inclination to be on the beach and be like, man, maybe I'll show a little bit of asshole. That's not really in my character. Maybe these chicks have it right and maybe maybe I'm just missing out. But I think I think it's safe to say that there shouldn't be a whole lot of situations for guys or gals where you're out in public and you run the risk of showing a little b-hole to uh, people you've never met before. Right. Am I out of touch? I don't think I am. I think I'm right on. Yeah, somebody look into that. Kyle, go ahead and research uh, the people heading up the R&D department in the industry of uh, big bathing suit. Man, it's about damn time we gave a little pushback to big bathing suit. We said, no more. Will you try to rewrite the rules of decency when a couple respectable spike ball players like ourselves, Kyle plays spike ball. You better believe he plays spike ball and he's got a left. Kyle's footwork? I'm looking at you, Kyle. And way to switch over to sparkling water while, while you're working. I saw that you cleared out the fridge of those Bud Light limes. I'm proud of you, bud. Here, have a white claw. Have a white claw. You're a black cherry guy. Here, you know what? Slug that thing down. It's wild card Friday. You know it is, Kyle. I can see that look on your face. You're more excited than, than I've seen you in a long time. And it looks like you're defeating your alcoholism. I don't know. What do I know, Kyle? But let's bring this all the way back to Gavin Newsom shutting down the beaches. And all of you, it's on your mind already. The wits of the Darby cast listeners, incredibly sharp, incredibly sharp. You're mentally there before I say it. And that is so impressive. That is so impressive. And the question that, that's on everyone's mind is like, if these beaches are shut down, what if the spike ball players and the surfers team up. Whoa. That is a disaster unlike we've ever seen in modern human history. You've got the chillest guys on the planet and you've denied them their chill outlets, surfing and spike ball, white claws. And you know what's going to happen, Gavin? That's an unintended consequence of, of government thinking that they know what's best. You try to do one thing and the ship just starts sinking because you plug, you're plugging the wrong hole. You're plugging the wrong hole. Right? Right? Think about all of the things that, that government is trying to shut down right now. They're trying to shut down middle-aged housewives and their ability to oil their chests. They're trying to shut down these vapid uh, prostitute-looking chicks who are out there just looking for a pounding. Um, and uh, it's really inappropriate. I also want to add that. It's really, really inappropriate. Support local bathing suit shops and their tasteful one pieces, right? And I've been, I've been speaking to, I've been speaking truth to power. I've been speaking a lot of truth to power today. And I've been speaking to the bros, the surfer bros, the spike ball bros. But let me pivot. Let me take a second and talk directly to the lady 
DarbyCast listeners. Because you're more sensible. You you are clearly part of the One Piece community. If you're a DarbyCast listener and you're a lady, you're part of the, the One Piece community. So let me paint you a picture of what Gavin Newsom is forcibly depriving you of. You've been stuck inside for a couple weeks now and you've been thinking about going to the beach and your courage hasn't been high enough, but eventually your boredom outweighs your ambivalence about, Hey, should I go? Should I stay? And you say, I'm all the way in. So you get your crew together and on the way down, they're cackling about God knows what, uh, whatever you're not even interested in whatever they're talking about. They're talking about coronavirus and celebrity chef Bobby Flay for whatever reason. And you're like, oh, I just don't, I don't even care. But your mind's on the beach and whatever could happen and the relaxation. And you get down there and you're just scoping. And all of a sudden you sink your toes into the sand and your friend, your friend, she's like, what do you think? Um, what do you think about the notebook? And it's like, that's not relevant. And it hasn't been for years. That was emotional porn uh, from like a decade ago. What the fuck are you talking about? How is that relevant? What are you talking about? So you tune them out. You tune them out and you set up your towel. Everybody's setting up their towels. But you can't take your eyes off of the spike ball action. And nobody blames you for it because it is captivating. It is. And you, you're looking over there and you're watching the games and then you're starting to feel a little bit bold. You're starting to feel a little bit bold in your tasteful one piece that shows off your figure, but doesn't, it doesn't turn you into this glorified hooker. It doesn't, it doesn't, you look good. You got that one piece from a mom and pop shop supporting local businesses and everybody respects you for it. And you're just, you're down there, you look to your left and there's that mom oiling her chest and you're like. I get it. I get it, babe. And you're looking at these spike ball players and there's something and you don't know what to call it, but it is a fierce impulse. And you get up off your towel and you look at your friends and you say, this kind of stuff that you girls talk about makes me not want to be friends with you. And in fact, I don't know why I've selected you as friends in the first place. It kind of seems like a losing deal for me because you're not stimulating me intellectually. You're not. You're not. So you walk on over into the immediate vicinity of the spike ball court and the game ends. The game ends and the coolest guys, they obviously win. They win handily on a big fucking spike. It's on the Richter scale. It it shatters the foundations of Earth itself. And you're just kind of standing around there and you, you're like, oh, what am I doing? You're questioning. And then that alpha seagull. He's flying by and he looks you in the eye and his confidence is way over the top. And you just lock eyes with him and, and you say, no, no, I'm going to take a page out of your book. I'm in the right place. Thanks, uh, Seagull leader. Thank you. And you walk up to the winners and you walk up to one of the guys, obviously the, the cooler guy. Because you're in such a tasteful one piece and your figure is great. You could have any guy on the beach that you wanted. And it's, and so you take your pick of the litter. You take the top spike ball player and you just say, Hey, mm, uh, hey, uh, big guy, could, could I have a white claw? Wow. And you think, you think Tyler, you think Tyler's not going to just say, Yeah, Ben, why don't you just go have a seat on the towel right over there? And let me bring you a couple. 
Can we just unpack that statement for a second? A, the guy's name is Tyler. Whoa, that's cool. That's that's incredibly cool. Um, B, offers you a seat on that towel that has Rasta colors on it. This guy's been to a Ziggy Marley concert and he's not ashamed of it. And then he's offering you multiple, multiple white claws. Oh boy, today just got really interesting. Today just got really interesting. You're performing an act of civil disobedience, not only by defying the will of Governor Gavin Newsom, but by not dressing like a hooker and wearing this tasteful one piece and then having the courage, taking the lead of the most confident seagull you have ever seen in your entire life. And you step up, you step up to the plate and then you meet this guy named Tyler and he's looking over at you and then the sun's setting and you're like, Oh, I wish this day would never end. And metaphorically, it doesn't have to because you're there. You're with a rock solid guy. Tyler is obviously a church going fella. He's wearing a cross around his neck and he just exudes this presence that you're like, wow, Tyler, you're not only good at, at spike ball, but you are a warrior of the faith. Are you kidding me, Tyler? And Tyler, he doesn't say a word, but he looks into your eyes. He's got this, this knowing look and he's like, let me do right by you. Let me date you. And then I'm going to put a ring on it. I'm going to put a ring on it. And you're like, whoa, this just got serious. But I've been looking for proper male attention for a long time. And I didn't want to lower myself uh, to. And I'm looking around. I'm seeing all these these hookery looking chicks. And I didn't want to go there. And I didn't. It turns out I didn't have to because Tyler, this guy, Tyler, He's got a heart of gold and he sees my heart. He sees my character and I'm stepping away from things that I don't need in my life. And I'm walking confidently towards the direction of my dreams, which is getting married to a spike ball player, warrior of the faith, warrior of the faith. And yeah, he's got the Rasta towel, but he's, he's more into the vibe. He's not into the, the hippie lettuce, the jazz cabbage. He's not, he's not, he's not going to force it on you. You kind of take a couple deep breaths and you're like, wow, how am I so lucky? And you look down at the beach, you're kind of scanning at sunset. And there's a lot of, there are a lot of spike ball tourists down there. You got linked up with, with the authentic spike ball players who they're legit, but you're looking around and you see a couple other spike ball games and there's just guys who aren't even using their left. And you're like, fuck man, those guys are a joke. And you're not wrong. You have got good judgment. You see these spike ball tourists and you lean over to Tyler and you'd be like, these guys are a bunch of fucking tourists. Am I right? And Tyler, his face lights up and he's like, yeah, we're definitely getting married. I'm doing right by you. I'm going to be prepared to be pregnant for the next seven years straight because I am going to absolutely pound you. I'm going to rip off that one piece and we're going to have a family but not until we're married out of respect. That's something that Gavin Newsom will never understand is that he can't stop love. He can't stop the beach. He can't stop white claw. He, he can't stop spike ball. He can't stop romance. All these lady listeners of Darby cast are like, is that really what's going down at the beach? You bet your ass it is. It is absolutely going down. It's always been there. It's always been there. And if you haven't, if you're a gal and you haven't, uh, done yourself the solid of approaching a spike ball game. And listen, don't knock the guys for not going up to you. They're obviously pretty 
dialed into the game. And that's okay. That's okay. But that doesn't mean that a a dignified, respectable spike ball player, he won't take a timeout when the time's right to sit down on the towel with you and say, hey, babe, let me do right by you. Let me teach you what it means to defy Gavin Newsom. You see those surfers out there? Yeah, we're lucky. We're lucky that those guys are out there and not robbing banks in masks of ex-presidents. How did we get so lucky? Two of you, you're holding hands. Sun's going down. Dolphin does a triple flip. Howdy, Wild Card Friday. How do you do? That's what Wild Card Friday is about. Civil disobedience, sports, white claw, hot chicks, middle-aged chicks rubbing uh, oil on their, on their uh, busty chests, right? Right? Maybe going down there and then you say, somebody's got to take on big bathing suit. These mad scientists in bathing suit tech, somebody's got to stand up to them. Somebody's got to stand up to them. And maybe after you um, link up with Tyler, ladies, maybe you do a side project and you say, I'm not okay with, uh, I'm not okay with bathing suit tech. I mean, in this day and age, guys are going to get roasted if they try to go toe to toe with big bathing suit. But ladies, if you give the pushback, if you lead the charge, think about how much, oh, think about how much influence you have, how much power you have. What a statement. What a political statement it is. And normally on a wildcard Friday, I wouldn't say anything political, but what a political statement it is to wear a tasteful one piece. And it's got some kind of weird patterns on it and some designs where it's kind of cut out in the back a little bit, maybe on the sides. You can see it. You can see it. All all the listeners can see it right now. And they're just thinking to themselves, wow, sounds incredible. Sounds it sounds incredible. Wildcard Friday. Wildcard Friday. This is Darby Cast on a wild card Friday. And I'm going to wrap it up there and leave the rest to your imagination. I'm going to leave the rest up to you. What are you going to do with this weekend? Are you? And listen, if you go down to the beach and you get arrested, I can't help you. I can't. But I'll respect you for telling Gavin Newsom, fuck off, dog. Fuck the hell off, dog. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. We've got to leave the charge playing spike ball. And we've got to have people down to the beach. Otherwise, we're, we're in a point break scenario. We are in over our heads because there's only one Busey, Angelo Pappas, right? You watch the 1991 movie Point Break. You know Johnny Utah and Angelo Pappas. They can clean up a city. They can clean up a beach. But it was just those two guys. The ex-presidents, there were, there were four of them. There were four of them. Swayze and his crew, there were four of them. But can you imagine that on a huge scale? We wouldn't have enough Keanu Reeves or enough Gary Busey's to keep that in check. Plus, add the spike ball community to that. The authorities are overwhelmed. They're overwhelmed. Everything's going to hell in a handbasket. There's no way to combat that unless for all you Schwarzenegger fans out there and you've seen the sixth day and you're a little privy to cloning. I mean, yeah, maybe we can maybe we can clone a bunch of Johnny Utahs, but that's a disaster in itself. We'd ha- probably have to enlist uh, the special services of Vinny. Because if you recall, Johnny Utah, he had a trick knee. He had a trick knee. And if we're going to be making clones, we're going to want to run that by Vinny, kneecap specialist to uh, build a little extra failsafe. Maybe he gives Johnny Utah two trick knees because Johnny Utah, fierce opponent, fierce opponent. Strong with a handgun, strong with a football. 
That's not somebody you want on the loose. If he goes rogue, if he goes rogue, there are so many disaster scenarios, right? If the beaches, if people don't go to the beach, if surfers and spike ball players are not allowed to go to the beach, you are going to have a crime wave. And I don't know if you're going to be able to clone enough Johnny Utahs and Angelo Pappas's fast enough. In fact, I'm sure of it. You won't be. You won't be. And then you have chaos. And then the banks, they just get looted. And then everybody's saying, well, where's my money? They go to the bank and they say, I'd like to make a withdrawal. And, and then the bank says, uh, you're going to have to take that up with Gavin Newsom. He, uh, he gave way to the conditions that led to the spike ball and, uh, and surfer robbery apocalypse. You can thank Gavin for that. You can tip your hat to Gavin Newsom for that. And that's not what we want. Honestly, Wildcard Friday, DarbyCast. It's been a hell of a week. Check us out. Check out the Darbyshire books. Darbyshire, it's not your fault. Darbyshire, welcome to the jungle. Go to DarbyshireUSA.com. Email us at info at DarbyshireUSA.com. All of our social media is at DarbyshireUSA. Give it a look. And you know what? Have a great weekend. We're going to come back on Monday. We're going to come back on Monday in a big way. And I think you all know what we're going to talk about on Monday sports. We're going to talk about ESPN again. But but we're going to talk a little bit, and I know you all love one of these, is we're going to talk about the arc of redemption, their pathway to greatness. It's there, and it's happening right now. It's with the Michael Jordan documentary. Go ahead and get yourself caught up on the Michael Jordan documentary on ESPN. That's the one thing I've seen on there that was worthwhile. I had a good friend. He called me the other day. He said, I grew up in Chicago. And I'm like, I know, man. And he's like, no, 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 you, you don't understand. You got to watch this Michael Jordan thing. And I'm like, I'm in. And that's that. Darby cast, Wild Card Friday. Fucking get after it.